Praise the Lord, and thank you for joining us at the Upper Room Church. Listen in as Pastor Johnson teaches the Word of God, gives us encouragement, and midweek refuel to run this spiritual race. Tonight's lesson will be entitled, Companionship Has Many Advantages. Ecclesiastes, that's where I want to go. Ecclesiastes, the fourth chapter. I'm going to try to cut it short this evening, so I'm going to let you get back to what you were doing. Uh, I want to do Ecclesiastes, the fourth chapter, uh, and I want to explain verse two. I'm not verse two, I'm sorry. I want to explain verse nine, 10, 11, and 12. Four verses. I want to explain those. Uh, four verses, and I want to, uh, I got two other scriptures that go along with it, and uh, that's going to be our study for this evening. Uh, okay, let's get into that right there, right now. We are grateful to God for that. Okay, so Ecclesiastes, the uh, fourth chapter, verse number 9, 10, 11, and 12, and what it's talking about is really talking about uh, Solomon. Uh, wrote this particular uh, book, Solomon, the wisest man ever lived. And um, he also was called the preacher. Um, and so he wrote these words of wisdom, and I think it's real good. And it's talking about why it's so important that we have a uh, relationship, friendship and relationship, okay? That's what these four verses it's all about friendship, relationship, and companionship. We all need friendship and companionship. Uh, we need relationship. You know, uh, when God created us, when God created us, he created us that uh, uh, that type of, uh, that we be that type of people that we need friendship, we need companionship, and uh, we need people that will support us in our efforts and what we're doing, very, very supportive, uh, encouraging one another to keep on doing what you're doing. Let's learn to be supportive, supportive uh, one of the other, okay? It's very, very important. Let's just jump in and kick the tires and see what Solomon is saying here in this fourth chapter, verse 9, 10, 11, and 12. I'm going to read it in the King James Version, then I'm going to read it in the, uh, the uh, Living Bible. It works out much, much plainer. Uh, verse number nine starts off by saying, two, y'all see it? Verse nine, Ecclesiastes 4 9, two are better than one. Let's pause right there. That's a mouthful. Two are better than one. Now, he, he puts, puts it out there, letting God's people know that, look, no man should be an island. I know. Some of us, we don't like to bother people. We like to be alone. I was I was like that at one time in my life. I explained to you. Let's get deep into this, but I'll come back and tell you this because this, this was me at one time. Two are better than one because they have a good uh have a good reward for their labor. Okay? So then it said two are better than one, but they have a good reward for the labor. Verse number 10 said, For if they fall, one will lift up lift up his fellow, but woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he has not another to help him up. Let me read the other two verses and we'll come back and explain it. 
Uh, verse number 11 said, again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? Hmm. Verse 12 said, and if one uh, prevail against him, two shall withstand him, and a three-four uh, fold cord is not quickly broken. Now, he said a lot in these four verses, but it, it got to be unpacked and explained so you know exactly what uh, Solomon is saying. Let's go back up to verse number nine. Two are better than one. Let's just think about that. Here's one guy doing what he do, all the work. Uh, say, say he's a worker in the field or at, uh, at, on a job somewhere. He said two are better than one. Just think about uh, what one person can do. And, 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 and don't get me wrong, uh, one person can do an awful lot. As one person, I, I've had this, and I'm not just bragging on myself. I remember in my younger days, especially when we were building a church years ago, uh, uh, some years ago when we were remodeling that church and building it, I've, I've had uh, men, an old man stopped by. And uh, that old man, he, he did and gone to heaven now. I, I really liked him. He was a preacher. And he, he observed us working on the church up there and the things that we were doing. And he stopped oftentimes. I talked with him and tried not to let him hold me up too long because I had so much work to do. In my younger days, especially when I was in my 40s, I think I, when I was, we were remodeling the church, I was in my 40s, uh, around, I guess, 45, something like that. But it wasn't nothing that I couldn't do. And, uh, and I, could, I could work all day long from the sun up to the sunset because, you know, being an old country boy, I, I, I was just built like that. And all the guys that worked with me, you know, I told you I had a lot of guys stop by and volunteer work. None of them could really work with me side by side and keep up. They just didn't have the energy. They didn't have the stamina. They had to stop and rest, or they just had to stop for the, you know, uh, and take a break, or, or they worked long as they could go. But I, I worked up there a lot of days, a lot of hours, all by myself. And this particular gentleman stopped by and said he was a minister. And he told me, older preacher, he told me, he said, I observe you working up at this church. And man, you, I've seen you in the way you work, you can outwork 10 men. And that's why years ago, y'all used to hear me say, uh, uh, at the church oftentimes when I was talking about myself, I said, thank God he gave me the strength of 10 men. Well, I believe I, I'm old country boy. I can whoop 10 men. I got all that from that man that was, was said all that to me. Uh, back in the day, I had strength just unreal, just unimaginable because I was just built like that. I didn't get tired. I just, just work, 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 and I just had energy, energy to spare. And I don't know where it came from other than just God gave it to me. I just didn't get tired. Well, I'm getting older now, and I still have uh, abundance of energy, but I slow down now just because it makes sense to slow down. And uh, I was sharing with my wife the other day, uh, I was doing some work, but we were doing some work up at the church doing that fence over there. Uh, me and two other guys are helping me. And uh, this, this lady I know, uh, 
need some work done around her house and trees cut down. Uh, uh, bro, this lady I'm speaking of is Brother James' wife. Y'all know Brother James going home and be with the Lord. His wife needs a lot of work done over there at the house. She, uh, I built Brother James a, a house years ago for a train set, and uh, and she told me uh, just the other day she wants that house torn down. And um, and she got some trees she won't cut down. Before I knew anything, I opened my mouth, put my foot in her mouth. I tear it down. I cut them trees down, and I do I do all that. And you know, of course, you know, uh, brother don't work for free. She 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 willing to pay. But I told her I got two guys that'll help me. Before I knew anything, I opened my mouth and volunteered for a whole lot of work. When I got home and told my wife, I said, you know what? I'm, I'm 66 years old, and next month, May, May the 7th, I'll be 67, and sometimes I still think I'm 40 or 50. And uh, I should have took on that job to tear that house down and to cut them trees down. What in the world am I thinking about? So I don't know which way that's going to go, but I got to stop taking on uh, jobs. Uh, I feel like I can do it, but as I get older, I'm just going to slow down because I need to slow down, okay? I said all that to say what Solomon said here in verse number nine, two are better than one. So uh, one person can do a lot, but two can do even more. And so we gotta learn to uh, allow people to help us and uh, to do things and so have a good reward for the work. But notice what he said, for if they fall, the one will have, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone, when he falls, for he has not another to help him up. So what Solomon is saying, he's talking right here about relationship. That's what Solomon is talking about, relationship. It's so good to have somebody to help you do what you are doing. No matter what it is, what kind of job it is, if it's ministry, every, every pastor, preacher, leader, whatever he calls himself, he needs partners in the ministry to help him. You can't do it all. You, you burn yourself out, you run yourself down, you make yourself sick, get in bad health. Two is better than one. Let somebody help you do what you're trying to do. And that's why Paul thanked those women so much, Phoebe and some of the other ladies in the, in the ministry that helped him. He said, honor those women uh, that labor with me in the Lord. That when he wrote the letter to other churches, he said, honor those ladies. They, they helping me, they laboring with me, they working with me. And Paul wrote letters out to the churches that when those ladies came around for the churches to recognize them, recognize them because uh, they, we, we are working together in the body of Christ and, uh, and just giving them their accolades and, uh, 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 you know, appreciation for what they was doing in heaven, Paul. So we definitely need help doing what we're doing. Nobody should, uh, well, I can do it. I don't need no help. And I got this. And. Let somebody help you, brother. Let somebody help you, sister. And uh, you'll, you'll be surprised. You feel a lot better and you won't wear yourself out. So two, two are better than one. I, I know that for a fact. Uh, for if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. You got somebody. If, if you buy yourself, y'all, we all seen that old commercial on TV uh, where this lady had this, was wearing this thing, uh, was falling down the stairs, and she was saying, I, I've fallen and I can't get up. Help, I can't, I've fallen and I can't get up. And so they advertise her, you know, she live alone. Get that thing to wear around her neck so she can call for help. 
So, uh, so, so what he's saying here, for if one fall, you got somebody to lift them up. But woe to him that is alone. When he falls, he has fallen, for he has not another to help him up. Everybody needs some help. So what, what I said, Paul is, I mean, not Paul, but uh, Solomon is teaching companionship. Companionship has many, many advantages. For God did not create us to live uh, without fellowship. So whether it's companionship or husband or wife, uh, a companionship also can be in the realm of somebody just helped you. My partner in the ministry, my 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 supporter in whatever I'm doing. I thank God today for all the supporters that that I have. My companions in ministry, companion in prayer. Uh, that uh, we pray together, we go to God together. Prayer warriors, thank God for all of you. So he. So companionship has many advantages. Uh, whenever you're going through something, you can call up your prayer warden and say, well, I'm going to do, uh, I got to have uh, some tests done. And you put the word out there to all your companions, all your partners, and all your prayer partners, and those that, that fellowship with you and those that are supporting you, that they all can bombard heaven uh, with prayers that God will be with you as they do those tests and that you get a favorable favorable uh report and so uh companionship has many advantages uh, for god did not create us create us to live without fellowship that's so true and we find that in genesis 2 18 god did not uh create us to live without fellowship and here's what he goes on to say uh, we all need. I'm reading from my. I'm reading from my study notes. We all need the love, the help, and the support of friends and family and fellow believers. This is what uh, Solomon is talking about. Two are better than one. We all need support of friends, family, and uh, uh, we need help uh, from fellow believers. Uh, in the gospel, in the church. We need that. And yet even this is insufficient without the daily companionship of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So although we have companionship, I thank God for the companionship, my brothers and my sisters in the ministry. I thank God for, for, for the, your, the companionship that, that we have together. And uh, even with that, that's still not enough if I don't have uh, companionship uh, with God the Father and with God the Son and with the Holy Ghost. So it's very, very important that we need help down here on earth and we definitely need power on high. And so we got to have fellowship twofold with my brothers and sisters down here. And then I, I, need, I need help on high. And so remember, Jesus said these words. He that has friends must show, show himself friendly. And, and, and we all need friends. Make you some friends. Try not to be a, a, a recluse. Am I saying that word right? Recluse? Okay. Try not to be a recluse. Uh, we all need help. We all need friends. I remember years ago, years ago when I was young and I told you I had all that strength, I wouldn't ask nobody for nothing. If I needed, 
I needed something done, I just did it myself. If I needed help with the truck or car or whatever I was working with, I did it myself. If I was, I, I did, I could do anything. I uh, did mechanic work. If I was taking the engine out of a truck, I did it myself. I didn't ask nobody to come help me. Man, I just got the tools, pulled the motor out. I put a transmission in an old red truck I had. Man, I didn't ask nobody for nothing. I just get under there and get the jack and take the bolts loose and pull the thing out. Uh, but a day came one day I really, really needed some help. And, you know, I, I found it hard to open my mouth up to ask my next door neighbor for some help because I didn't believe in asking nobody for nothing. One day the old truck wouldn't start and I needed a boost off. And it hurt me to go over there and ask him, would he come over there and give me a boost off? I just do. I had to go to work. I didn't want to ask the man to come boost me off. I really just saw. Uh, Pick uh, another way to get it started, and there actually wasn't another way. So I had to bite my pride, swallow my pride, that is, and going over there and ask uh, Mr. Covington, my truck won't start, and I got to go to work. Uh, could I get you to come over here and get me a boost off? And he was more than glad to do it. But you don't know how much, how bad that hurt me to go over there and ask him. That, that really hurt my pride. Because I came up, I didn't bother nobody, and I didn't ask nobody for nothing. Because I didn't need nobody for nothing. Because I felt like I could do it all myself. But you know what? Two right here is better than one. You better start letting somebody help you do some things. It just makes good sense that we start allowing people to help us. I'm so used to doing it myself, I don't hardly know how to sit back and let somebody do something for me. Two are better than one. That's what Solomon is saying. For call, uh, for they they can have a, a, a good report for their reward. For if they fall, the one will lift them up, lift up itself. But woe to him that is alone when he falls, when he has not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have peace. Now we all can identify that. You know, sleeping in, sleeping in the bed when out in the country, my brothers. It'd it be cold in there. Uh, by the time we all piled up in that bed, we were warm. So uh, the body heat from my other uh, brothers, hard-hit brothers, and uh, 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 we all was able to keep warm under the cover, just bodies. So, uh, uh, and I know we all can identify with getting in the getting in the bed with just ourselves. Those sheets be cold. It'll take a little while for you to warm them up. Okay, but this is what Solomon is saying. So if again, if two uh, uh, lie together, they can have heat, right? Uh, but how can one uh, be warm alone? Now, this is not to negate, not to say that you can't be by yourself, you can't be alone. Sure, sure, the world full of people that's alone, and, and some people love it just that way. So this is not uh, insinuating or saying that everybody got to, don't be alone. That's far from what he's saying. But what uh, Solomon is saying, he's showing that there is an advantage of uh, uh, having some company. Uh, and, and, and not just a husband or a wife, uh, uh, because uh, just support. Somebody that's just supportive of what you're doing. Uh, when you Whatever you're doing, just to have somebody support. Because see, now, uh, uh, just having somebody, a companionship, I mean, that, that don't necessarily mean you have support for, 
you and I both know that some people have wives, they have husbands, and they still ain't no support. So that's not what the writer is saying. Some have husbands, and he ain't no support. You don't support you in what you're doing. He ain't with what you're doing. We have wives, and if they ain't on your side and they ain't supporting what you're doing, so you 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 got somebody, but they ain't supporting. So what the key thing I, I want all of us to take away is is that having somebody that supports you, that believes in you, and will help you do what you're trying to do. That's very, very, very important. You know, I used to share with y'all uh, from time to time, uh, before all this stuff got bad, uh, you know, we had a church full of members, and we had uh, eight, nine, ten preachers sitting around there, and uh, but they, they wasn't supporters. They, they just round there, but they just, they wasn't support. I mean, not all of them, but I'm just saying, uh, some of them was, but not all of them. They wouldn't support it. They were just there because they want to know when the opportunity to preach was going to come. Next Sunday or the fourth Sunday, when you want to preach. They, they were there just for that reason. They wasn't supported, and, and they wasn't very just help, much help. They just want to know when am I going to get a chance to bring a word. But they, they first need to learn before you bring a word, you need to learn to be supportive of somebody else that's bringing the word. And uh, I've noticed that uh, I, the reason why I know they wasn't all supportive because many times it, I, I'm very supportive and I all, I support anybody and whatever you're doing, my brother, my sister. I will support you. I got your back. I help you do what you're doing. Uh, help you do what you're trying to do. I've, I've, I've had preachers get up there, my little Jack Lake preacher get up there and they preach. And I said, hey, man, come on, brother. Yeah, you you working with me. I gave them my amens and out loud and just just cheered them on. And I passed to get up and preach. I can't hear a moment word coming out of that rascal. So I had I had companionship in the ministry, but they weren't supportive. They weren't supportive, you know. And so you can have folks around you, but if they can't if they can't support you and, and get with you, then you ain't got no help. So just having somebody around you, two is better than one. But if you got, you, if it's two, if they're not supporting you, you still ain't getting nowhere. Am I making sense to anybody? Support is what Solomon is saying right here. Everybody needs somebody that's very supportive of them, uh, that they'll cheer you on, and they'll encourage you in what you are doing. Now, look at verse 11. Said, again, he said, again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? Yeah. Verse number twelve says, And if one and if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him, and three three fourth court is not easy to be broken. Now what Solomon is saying here in this particular verse, if one prevail against him, so what Solomon's saying, he's showing us that companionship is so important. If one prevail against him, if you get into a uh if he you are attacked by someone, by yourself. There you alone, you just got to fend for yourself and hope the best man, you the best man will win. So what he's saying is for if one prevailed against him, if one, if, if, if one person attacks you is just one-on-one, -on -one, there's a good chance you could lose. Well, there's a good chance you could, you could, you could, you could win if, you, if you're the better man. But this is why he said, but two are better than one. And so sad. he said twofold, uh, uh, if one prevailed against him, Two shall withstand him. So if two of you are together and one come against you, you all have a better chance uh, of coming out uh, a winner. 
on the other side, looking real good. So most times uh, uh, we all can identify if the two of you or three of you, one guy ain't going to pick a fight with three people. One ain't going to hardly pick a fight with two. See what I'm saying? And so he's showing us the importance of companionship, uh, having somebody that helps you do what you're trying to do. And, you know, of course, nowadays in time, as bad as things are, you can't hardly go to the uh, grocery store without something happening. You can't go to the gas station without something happening. Uh, it's just you just better in pairs. Uh, two of y'all go. Don't go by yourself at night. I came home this evening. Now, it's daytime, and uh, I got to put some gas in my truck for tomorrow. And on the way home, I got home a little decent time to see around about, I guess, 3 o'clock, I guess. And I was going to go to the gas station and fill my truck up for tomorrow so I can make it to Friday. But I said to myself, I said, no, what I'm going to do, I'm going home. And uh, I'm going to eat a bite. And I'm going to take somebody with me to the gas station. I'm going to take somebody with me, and I'm going to take my little brother with me too. <laughs> All right, let's move on. But anyway, what he's saying here, if, if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him, and a three-fourth cord is not quickly broken. All right. Now, let me read just a little bit from my, uh, uh, my Living Bible footnote. And uh, if I was to give this a title tonight, uh, my title would be uh, Companionship Has Many Advantages. That's what I give this a title. Companionship Has Many Advantages advantages okay it does many many advantages and i thank god i want to explore i want to explore them all let me read this to you in the uh living bible the living bible verse number nine said two people are better off than one that's what it says so now now king james said two are better than one it just said two are better than one. But we know we're talking about two people because they have a good reward a good reward for their word labor. But the living Bible said two people are better off than one. And that's the truth. Two people are better off than one. We, we have safety, some safety, more safety in numbers than we do uh, being alone. All right? Uh, for, then it goes on to say, Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. That's what we're talking about, the companionship, companionship, uh, helping each other to succeed, for they have a good reward for their labor. So what I'm saying is the work that one person can do, if you can get two people doing that amount of work, you will have a, 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 a better reward, uh, a, a better reward, a larger reward than you would if just one. For, for they can help each other succeed. That's what that's what it said in the Living Bible. Two better, two people better than one. For they can help each other, and this is what it's all about: helping each other. You helping me, and I help you. It ain't nothing that I won't do for God's people. If you need my help, it ain't nothing. All you gotta do is say the word. It ain't nothing I won't do for for my brother and for my sister. But you know, at the same token, it, it's like a replicating saw. Now the, the the stuff it got the it, it, the sword don't just turn one way, it got to turn both ways, brother. I help you, and then you got to help me. 
sister, I help you, and then you got to help me. See, we all in this thing together, but some folks, they just want you to do all the help, and they do none. So that's what, that's what the writer is saying about uh, the advantage of companionship. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. I'm going to help you make it. You're going to help me make it. And at the end of the day, praise God, we all going to make it. That's what it's all about. We can get it done, y'all. Uh, then let me finish reading in the, in the Living Bible. He said, for if one person falls, the other can reach out and help him. That makes sense. If one person falls, the other person can reach out and help him. How many of you all have uh, seen somebody fall and you reached out and helped them? So there is an advantage of having somebody around you sometimes because things can go wrong. It can go wrong. Uh, and so this is what he's saying. For if one person falls, the other can reach out and help him. Then he goes on and says, but, but someone who falls alone is in real trouble. That's what he said. But for someone who falls alone, you are in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. That makes sense. But how can one be warm alone? You got to put a lot of blankets on the bed and turn the heat up. I mean, it can be done. Yeah, it can be done. But he's just showing us, showing us the advantage of having companionship. Well, if one, you just turn the heat up a little bit or put on some extra blankets. And, uh, you know, one can be warm, but it might take a little bit more effort. I remember so many times I've been in bed. Now, my body, uh, I have a high uh, metabolism. I do. And it's probably why I can't uh, uh, take on no weight. I just, burnt my, I just burnt up my energy. And so many times I've been in the bed, sleep, Sister John got in the bed, and said, whoo, you feel like an oven. Ain't you hot? I said, I feel just fine. And, uh, and so my metabolism burnt, is so high, and I, it just burned, burned. I, 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 she think I'd be running a fever sometimes. But uh, just, just the way my body is, I just, uh, just, I just be hot. And, uh, but, and so how can one be warm alone? It, it can happen. It can be. But you got, like I said, put some blankets on, turn the heat up. A, then it goes on to say, verse number 12, my living Bible reading. A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated. Y'all hear that? This is what he said, my living Bible. A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. See? Two of us standing back to back. They can, they can conquer the, the, the situation. And then he goes on to say, this is this what it meant by them threefold core. Three are even better. Threefold core. So now he said two are better than one. Then the latter part of the verse, three are better than two. Three are even better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. So just think about it. this right here. Take a, 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 a piece of thread. Well, you take one piece of thread, just pull it out. You probably can take both hands and just snap it. Put another piece of thread with it. Well, you might can snap that. Put another piece of thread with it. So as it doubles and triples, the more pieces of thread get together, the harder it is to break it. So what Solomon is showing us in the church, 
the more of us get together, the more power we're going to have. It's going to be easier to, 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 to defeat us if we all come together. And this the mystery of the kingdom that the devil don't want God's people to see. If we can ever come together, y'all, we can do something. Now, I'm, I'm, let me say this. Now, it don't take... It don't take a whole lot of people, but it, it, it just, it's just working together. You'll be surprised what a few of us can do at that little church if we all come together, we, we pitch in, we put our little pennies together. You'll be amazed what we can do if we all come together. Y'all follow what I'm saying? So it don't, you don't have to have a, 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 a thousand members to get something done. All you need is a few good, hard-working people, a few good people that don't mind putting their shoulder to the plow, and you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed uh, of what, of what uh, of the things that we can get, we, we can get done uh, for God, the things that we can get done uh, for yourself personally, that I can get done for myself personally, if we just learn to rely on one another. I, I got a shoulder here. You got a shoulder here. We all put our shoulder here. If you need my shoulder. Here it is. If I need your shoulder, I ought to be able to, uh, you know, just lean on it. And so, but that's the thing. The devil want to keep us separated, keep us uh, at odds with one another and not loving one another and not believing in one another. Division is a terrible, terrible thing. And and that's the de one of the devil's biggest tools that he uses against God's people is division, uh, divisiveness. Keep, you remember the old, old saying where they say, uh, 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 divide it, divide it, we fall. Uh, together we stand, that's where it goes. Together we stand and divide it, we fall. Y'all remember they said that no heart said much no. Now, they, they ain't got many good words to say now. All the good words were back in the old days. Uh, together we stand and divide it, we fall. That is so true. It's, it was true then and it's true now. Together we can stand, but divide it, we're going to fall. And then you remember Jesus, he preached, he said what? A divided house, house ain't going to stand. You know what I'm saying? So if we come together, so this is what Solomon is teaching here, a two-fold core is not easy to be together. A three-fold core, you put two better than one, three better than two, five better than, five better than four. So uh, the more we get together, the stronger we're going to become. And not only so, uh, we're going to become stronger down here on earth. Now, if we want to be strong in, in the eyes of God, then we got to have a, a good relationship with one another. And then we must uh, develop a relationship with our Heavenly Father. Now, I got one other script, two other scriptures. I'm going to let you go uh, in the book of Corinthians. So uh, companionship has its advantage. Let's learn to be supportive one or the other. I'll help you. And uh, I'll help you, man. I'll help you, my sister. And I, uh, and I ain't jealous of uh, what you got uh, or, or what you're going to get because I believe in saying God to help you get what you got or, or help me get it also if I want it. But I don't want what they, some people got. Uh, everything ain't for everybody. And I just want, I just want what's for you is for you, and what's for me, for me. Somebody said, well, I want this great big old house. I don't want a big house. I don't, I don't like big houses. I don't I don't like them. Somebody might move in upstairs, and I don't know they're up there. 
So everybody ain't got to have a big house. <laughs> you know, am I making sense? Somebody wants a big house. Well, if you want a big house, I want you to have it. But I don't want no big house. I don't want nobody living in my basement. I don't know down there. So uh, I just want, I just want just what I want. And I want you to want what you want. So we can help each other work together and not be jealous of one another. Uh, and, and we'll all be the children of God. Let's look at Corinthians, and I'm, I'm going to let y'all go. Okay. Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, the ninth chapter. New Testament scripture. Now, this particular, these two scriptures is showing, I'm showing you in Ecclesiastes that it's very, very important that we have fellowship. We all need love. Now, one thing about it. Uh, uh, we all need love. We all need help. You know, we all need support of our friends and our family and our church members. You keep that in mind. We all need love. So I, I, I heard, I don't care if no nobody loves me. Stop that line. I don't care if nobody loves me. I ain't worried about it. everybody need love. Now, if if if, if folks act like they don't love, I mean, we I'm not gonna let that. No, everybody's not going to love you. That's for a fact. But I'm not going to let that destroy me. And I want you, don't let that destroy you if people ain't loving you like you feel like you you should be loved. Don't let it destroy you. Don't let it make you turn bitter. But we all need love. We all need help. We all need support. We all need friends, uh, our family, and we need uh, our fellow believers in the church. But I wouldn't let none of this stuff destroy me if it's not there like I think it ought to be. I hope I'm making sense to anybody. I hope I'm making sense to somebody. Uh, don't let it destroy you, but we all need love. and We all need help. We all need support. Whether we ask for it or not, I, I was one that wasn't willing to ask for help because uh, I feel like, well, I mean, I, I ain't going to worry about it. But uh, but as soon as they needed help, they sure knew how to find me because I was good help. But when I needed help, there wasn't no way around. I was hard to find. Uh, so anyway, uh, we all need love. We all need help. We all need friends and family. And so uh, the Lord has blessed me. You know, we talked about Sunday, about a band. Of, well, I believe that was Sunday, about a band of good men uh, followed Saul home. And, and escorting him home, and I am praying that God will surround me. This is, uh, and this is this is something that God is 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 uh has uh, uh chastised me on and whooped me about, not asking for help, because I didn't want to ask nobody for nothing, and the Lord just been he he had to just whoop me about that, and uh. And, and show me that that wasn't right. You got to ask for help, man. Open your mouth and ask for some help. And so uh, he had to deal with me on that situation uh, because uh, it's just the right thing to do. Uh, uh, Moses uh, was stressed out uh, in the wilderness leading old people. And he was trying to do it all by himself. And God told Moses, Moses, you need some help. It's too much for you. Set the old people down and give those people some positions and give them some authorities. Make this man over something. Make this woman over something. Let these folks help you, Moses. You're going you gonna to lose all your hair. 
And so Moses again sets those people down and put people in charge of stuff to help him. You can't run everything. I can't run everything. I don't want to run everything. And uh, so we need help. The church needs help. I need help. And so I'm, I'm, I'm learning now that God said, let somebody help you. So I'm open for help. But the sad thing about it is sometimes don't nobody want to do anything. But what I'm praying and asking God to uh, 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 surround me, surround me. I was telling a person that, and that's one of my desires. I want to surround myself with good people, men and women, boys and girls. If they're good, I want them around me. And if you're bad, go the other way. <laughs> I want you, well, I don't want you around me if you're you know, bad people, but I want to surround myself with good people, and if I, I, not that we won't welcome bad folks. If I got enough good people around me, they'll help. They can help. We can help each other handle the bad ones and make the bad turn the bad ones good. Okay, we can do that, right? Now let's look at. Uh, not only do we need love, help, and support from our friends and our family down here on earth, it's very, very important that you have a good connection with God the Father in heaven. Look at First Corinthians one, the first chapter. And verse number nine. This is very, very important. We got to have a good relationship with him too now. Uh, verse number nine says, God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. So the Lord, God is faithful, and he called us into the fellowship. I'm, ta I'm talking about fellowship, support, companionship. God called us into a fellowship, and this fellowship is with Jesus Christ. So I got to make sure that I, I have a good relationship with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Not just have a good working relationship with you and you have a good relationship with me. We need that. But above all, uh, we got to have a good, a good relationship with Jesus Christ because the Lord God called us into uh, the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ. So I'm in fellowship with Jesus Christ. you in fellowship with Jesus Christ. Let's make it a good fellowship. Let's make it a good uh, uh, companionship. Uh, 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 you and I, Jesus and I, you and Jesus, uh, uh, they used to have a song out saying, me and Jesus, we got our own thing going. Me and Jesus, uh, 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 how does the song go? Me and Jesus, we got our own thing going. Me and Jesus, we got it all worked out. Me and Jesus. We don't need nobody to tell us what it's all about. We got our own thing going. So we got to keep um, our fellowship, my companionship with my Lord and Savior healthy and make keep it good because God called us into this fellowship right here in verse 9. God is faithful by whom ye were called into the fellowship. See, you were called into the fellowship. Now, since you were called into the fellowship, let me ask you, how is it? How is this? How is the relationship between you and Jesus? God called you into a fellowship with Jesus. How is it? Is it good? Can it be better? Are we working on it? He called me into a fellowship with Jesus. I want to make sure me and Jesus uh, uh, got a good understanding. And we're working together. I believe in him, and he believes in me, and I'm going to serve him. So I'm called into a fellowship with Jesus, all right? Companionship has many advantages. So there it is, verse 9, we're called into the fellowship with Jesus Christ, uh, our Lord and Savior. 
Now, my other scripture is in, we're still in Corinthians, but 2 Corinthians. Turn over to 2 Corinthians, then I'm going to be done. 2 Corinthians 13. 2 Corinthians 13 and uh, verse number 14. Check this out. 2 Corinthians 13, verse number uh, 14. 13, 14. Here's what Paul is saying. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be uh, with you all. Amen. That's his uh, benediction. In the benediction, he said, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit. That's a fellowship right there, y'all. Communion. See, we commune together. I commune with Jesus. I commune with God, God's love. I commune with the Holy Spirit. Uh, companionship has its advantage. And, and we have to make sure that we have a good uh, relationship, fellowship with the Father, with the Son, with the Holy Spirit, with one another uh, in the body of Christ. It's important. We've got to be supportive. Everybody needs love. Keep that in mind. I need you. You need me. We need each other. And then we all need God. That's the way it works. I need you. You need me. And we all need God. That, 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 that's, I, believe, I believe that ship will sail right there. I need you. You need me. And we all need God. Amen. And I believe we can make it, my brothers and my sisters, if we keep that in mind. I need you. Don't think I don't need you. Don't run off. I do need you. Uh, uh, if I don't tell you enough. Oh, I'm about to say this right here. This is something that I, that what I was saying, the Lord taught me about a lot of things. And that is that I wasn't willing, willing enough to open my mouth and, uh, and ask for help, ask people to help me. And I found myself guilty of this, too. Uh, we're going to pray one for the other. I, Keep each other in prayer. Every pastor needs to ask his congregation, his parishioners, uh, to be in prayer with him. Pray for me. I don't. I don't say that enough in the pulpit. Y'all pray. Look, I'm your preacher. You know, pray for me. I, you, do you know how how many and, and, and what all's coming at me? Do you know what's coming at your leader? Oh, if you can just imagine the folks that, that how the devil is gunning for me. I know he wants all of us, but can you imagine how he's gunning for me? That's why it's so important that now Paul did it all the time. As I read Paul writing, he always solicited prayer. He always solicited prayer for the saints that he folks that he wrote these letters to. Y'all pray for me that the grace of God be with me. Pray for me that God will open a door for me. Pray for me that when I go and preach the gospel, that the gospel have free course. Paul asks the saints all the time, pray for me that God will work with them and things work out. But this is what God has been whooping me about because I don't solicit prayer from you all enough about what I'm trying to do. Okay? Companionship is very, very important. And uh, it, has, it has its advantage. God did not create us to live without fellowship, live without friends and support. So, okay, there it is, my friends, and my, 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 my companion in the gospel, in, in the ministry. Uh, there it is. We need each other. I need you. You need me. And we all need God. And we're going to make this journey. Amen. 
Pastor Johnson personally thanks everyone for joining us for our midweek prayer and refuel service. We are located at 3002 Chelsea Avenue in Memphis, Tennessee. Services start at 11 a.m. and we would love to have you as our guest this Sunday. You'll be glad you did.